Mufasa, Papa Simba, O Musei, Alo Musoto, O Chaka Chaka, Pata Pata, O Palaka, Alo Palaka Okay, 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 guys. Uh, welcome, welcome once again to another episode of the Uncut 90. I'm your host that doesn't boast, Was here today. We don't know where the luck boy is once again, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm here to save the day. I have a couple of my friends with me trying to talk about football. Like, I have Rookie here. Welcome back, Rookie. Hello. Uh, George is here, Lil Pep. Yeah, I don't think we are friends, man. Let's let's just make it like acquaintances, like like b- between who and who, me and you. Yeah, just introduce me, like all I right. have a few friends. And all right, friends. okay, fine, fine, fine. I guess I I don't have friends here. I just have people. I just have human beings yeah. here. So George, is here. Wow. I believe I have I have Emeka here as well. Yeah, my friends here. Yeah, Be from boys in the building, and last but not the least, Daniel. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's start with, uh, I guess, today's game. Well, one of today's games, the one that's fresh in our minds, Manchester City Wolves. And obviously, George, I'm going to come to you with this one. You are Pep is your god. You are Man City rep in, in the house. Um, just tell me what you think of the game. Has Pep finally um, proved to us that he's a tactical genius in finally beating Wolves is three five two. Just tell me your your thoughts of the game and um, how you see things going. Yeah, so Pep just implemented the same formation that Bayern implemented against Leon with two double pivots. And usually, like he doesn't play that kind of formation. He usually plays with just one holding DM. But this time he did. He used two holding DMs, played the KDB as a come, and then put Sterling and then Foden on the side, more so to give width. But one thing I realized throughout the game was that um, the first half Wolves did not really do much. They didn't like they were totally dominated. Man City was really pressing really high. But in the second half, Wolves just brought the game to Mendy's side. That's all they did. They just like left Carl Walker's side and brought all the game to Mendy's side. Every single ball they got, they channeled it towards Adama Traore. And then, you know, just channel that 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 right side of the field, that's where all their chances came from. And as a result, oh. that's where all their goals came from. So I guess they've exploited one weakness in um, Pep's team that is Mendy. He's not as fast and he cannot really keep up. He couldn't keep up with Adama. Like the guy struggled throughout the whole game. I mean he kept him at bay for like the first half, but the second half, like I guess they gave him the license to go up more. And he could not really keep up with the guy. So I guess that's one weakness in his team. Uh, we'll see how he, uh, you know, copes with that throughout the season. But all in all, it was a good performance from Man City, yeah. All in all, a good for you, you don't think City was, like, lucky, you know? No, 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 no. There was no luck. No, no, no. If anything, I feel like they got tired. Because, like, the first half, Wolves did not play the game. And this was their first game back since um, the Champions League against Lyon. So okay. if anything, Wolves got, you know, Wolves did not live up to expectation because they, they, they've played multiple league games. They should be like, you know, their tempo should be all the way up there, but they could not keep up until like the second half. So, yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, Emeka, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about about a player that both of us like. I'm gonna ask you about Marius real quick. I was saying that you know maybe Marius look needs to you know get transferred somewhere else. Maybe he needs to tell his agent to um you know find him a new club. But he didn't start today once again, and he didn't even come off the bench. Ferran Torres, the new signing, came off the bench. So I mean. Tell me what do you think is going on there. What's like going on with Pep? Why why does he not like Marius? Listen, so I don't think this is an issue of likability. In fact, I think oftentimes with regards to Pep, when he doesn't like you, you're not making his bench. So quite frankly, I think he does like Marius because Marius actually is still on the team sheet even though he doesn't start. Now in the past, I've told you guys the measure of a player that is a good player. You see, the measure of a player is, I say this and I say it again, ADA. Rookie, what did I say? I said ADA. So, <laughs> ADA stands for? It stands for ability, drive, and, well, you guys know the last one, ambition. I'll say it one more time. Ability, drive, ambition. So, this is my problem with Mares. Mares has the ability. He lacks the drive and he lacks the ambition. Somebody of my caliber, if I was Marius, I would think it's so disrespectful to put me on the bench. Do you know who I am? I'm an AFCON winner. I'm a Prem Prem winner. winner. I'm a Prem winner. And I won Prem with Leicester City FC. You understand what I'm saying? So Marius needs to look at himself in the mirror and determine whether or not he really enjoys playing this game because I don't think he's an ambitious player. And if you're not an ambitious player, well, then deservedly so you should be on the bench. So, Ultimately, I don't understand, you know. So I think maybe Myers is not pushing him enough to say, hey, man, look, if you don't play me, I'm going to leave. Because at this point, he would have left, right? Because he's still not being played. Now, other teams, Myers can go every day, day in, day out. He'll start and showcase his ability as to why he's not looking at the possibility of, say, going to Tottenham. Tottenham could use a Myers right now easily. The guy would come in and start. Lucas is wishy-washy every once in a while. So mm-hmm. you can put Lucas on the bench, put Myers on the right, Kane in the middle, and then Song Heung-min on the left. And then you, what do you have? You have you have, an, you have a, a beast of a team. You see what I'm saying? So he does have the capacity to go make an impact in a different team that he will definitely start, but he's not. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that tells me he lacks drive and ability. Ultimately, I'm disappointed in him. I think by now he should have moved. But, but, but you know, what can I say? That's how Wait. I feel. I, I also do want to say somebody. I also do want to speak on somebody. Quickly, uh, please. Hold on, Emeka. Before we speak on, before we leave Maris. So the reason why Pep did not play Maris was because the guy just came out from, you know, COVID. He got COVID and just recovered from it. And he started training with the team like two, three days ago. So that's so, a, that's so that's a fair point. It is possible that that's the case. But for me, do I believe that? No, because he hasn't been playing Maris prior to COVID. So for me, that is not a justifiable reason. I don't see that as being... The, the reason why he didn't play. I mean, today could be the reason, but then tomorrow it will be that, well, I preferred this other player. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, exactly. It's not like Myers was, was playing prior. You understand? And who did they sell? Well, they sold uh, my boy Leroy Sani. And who did they replace? Well, they got the guy who started. I mean, who came off the bench. I also want to say that I noticed that he only made one sub. And so that tells me that... His players are actually fit, right? Because typically speaking, when your players are not fit, that's when you're you're fully engaged in a rotational system so as to allow people rest. But 
The guy just came on first game. He said, KDB, you know what? Run the 90. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to have to cut in again. But majority of his players are injured or have COVID. The only star players in his team were Maris and Ferran Torres. The rest were like Man City B players. Well, that's not entirely... I, I do get your point. Otamendi Alta, was on the bench. Now, should he have been on the bench? Absolutely. Do you know why? Because he's absolute garbage. And Okay, well, I, okay. Okay, okay. So that's actually who I was going to talk about. <laughs> I think Otamendi should be shipped out of England. He's a disgrace. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, well, um, we'll leave uh, City Wolves. I guess a good win for City. They've started their season off with a win against kind of their bogey team, we could say. But I do like Wolves, though. I think that second half performance was was really, really good. If they had shown any of that in the first half, I think um, we may have seen a different game. But um, all right. Uh, Rookie, I actually want to come to you next because I saw... Mm, well, I didn't watch the Everton-West Brom game because it was mad early where I am. I, I But I woke up, I looked at my phone, I saw 3-2. And then I closed my phone, I looked at it again, I saw 5-2. I was wondering, like, what's going on with Everton? But I, I, I remember I remember saying that, you know, United should try and sign Hammers. And um, <laughs> you, you were... You can just tell me, like, what did you say about Hammers when I said we should sign him? Because maybe just, like, tell us what you said about Hammers, please, if you remember. Um, I think I remember saying that we didn't need him. Something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, and that he's what? He's washed up or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't think I said exactly those words. Just that he wasn't playing regularly. Um, To be honest, I just didn't feel like he was somebody that was necessarily a priority for our team. Okay, so how do you feel now? I'm willing to accept that perhaps I was wrong in my um, judgment of us not. Yeah, yeah, basically, like when when I when I stamp a player, don't yeah, ever go against yeah, this play. But yeah, um, okay, let's let's relax. Did you, watch, <laughs> did you watch the game? Did you watch the I Everton did. West Brom game? I did. So, how how was it? Because I didn't see it at all. Like how? Like what happened? So honestly, Everton played. I I think Everton did really well. Um, Hamas definitely came into his own, dictated the game. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, West Brom was just not good. But they're like they're going down this season. There there's no way they're yeah. staying up. They're just sloppy. They're sloppy. Mm-hmm. But um with Everton, you definitely see what Ancelotti is doing. You see the improvements. Um I mean Calvert Lewin scored a hat trick, so kind of tells you where they're at because yeah. if you told me last season that that would happen I'd probably laugh it off hmm. very very interesting I would also I, as the host I'm not supposed to you know say too many things but I just have to you know Caleoncelotti a manager after my own heart you know he's he seems like he has turned 
DCL Dominic Calvert Lewin from a model into an actual EPL striker. Suddenly my guy is scoring hat tricks, you know, brought in Hammers. Guys are guys are winning two wins. So uh, I'll be following Everton this season. I'm interested to see where they'll finish. And uh I guess we can say West Brom, it looks like they're going back to whence they came from. You know, back down. But it's only two games and let's not let's not put any anybody down yet. Yo, right. Daniel. I will say, I will say, in defense mm-hmm. of Hammers, I did mm-hmm. say last time I was on the podcast that I definitely see him as an improvement for the team that Everton has. I see them making top six. Again, it's only two games in, but you see the direction they're going in. So, And um, also the thing with Hamas is, <clears throat> like, it's just like Wookie said, it's only two games in. Like, let's not get carried away, man. We saw yeah. what we saw what we saw what Puki did. Like, let's not get carried away. But you can't compare yeah. Norwich to I know, I know. But, but like I'm saying, yeah. like, let's not get carried away. Like it's only yeah. games. Let's just, let's just No, basically the point that I'm trying to make is even before the two games, Hamez is a is a baller, he's a football player and we we should have recognized that. That's that's uh, my only point. But I just wanna you know, go to Daniel real quick because Daniel is, he loves Hurricane so much, you know, always talks about how he's world-class. <laughs> and, um, I think, and, uh, sorry. I think, I think you're going towards a Tottenham game. Sorry, before, before we do this, uh, uh, Gary, I'm sorry to interrupt you as well, the man. Okay. I just want to address a few things that Rookie said. Um, Rookie, Rookie, <laughs> Going forward, I understand, you know, not to, you know, annoy you or offend you. I, in my mind, think that you're a confident person. So going forward, I would, hold, I would hope that you can continue to be confident. So what I'm referring to is your remarks with regards to James Rodriguez. Yes, he displayed, you know, he was nice against West Brom. But let's all be honest here, James is not that good. Okay, it's done that good. And it seems, like, it seems like those are the sentiments that you had about him prior, and all of a sudden now it seems like you're going back on it. I didn't say that I was going back on it. If you heard me, I said that it's only two games in. Okay, okay. so you still think he's trash, right? I did not say that. I'm you saying that he's trash. from what I've seen so far, he is better than what I had in my mind, okay. but... It's only been two games, so let's see what he can continue to do as the season. No, no problem, no problem. So, so Emeka, you think Hamas is trash? No, no, no. <laughs> I, well, tell you what, just because I don't want to distract you guys, at the end of this podcast, I'll just tell you all the white men are trash. We'll oh, tell you all of them sure. are trash. Let me just take it from that side. Color aside, I'll tell you that Hamas, to be honest, the reason why he cannot find any club that will keep him is because of one reason, is that he is simply not as good as people think he is. Exactly. Is. It is just, or is it that he's good, but he's just inconsistent? That's my point. Like, that's so, one thing about him, too. The guy, so, the guy is just... One of the measures of a player is consistency. You see what I'm saying? So that's why Hatem Ben Arfa never, like, materialized to being mm. that he could have been. And that is because of his consistency-related issues. And that's what the thing but ultimately, my point is, consistently is also consistency is a key component of the player. It is why every day we see money and we're like, hmm, this guy is going to be deadly today because we know who he is. See, we can't say the same about Hamed. 
And let's not forget that West Brom also had a red card because a, an Arsenal reject maybe smoked something that morning and thought, oh, let me just punch this guy in the face and maybe I'll get away with it. And then, well, he did not get away with it. And he wouldn't have got... What was the score? The Please, uh, Mecca, what was the score of the game when this Arsenal reject punched somebody? What's your point? No, no, no. I just want to know. Um, I think we were maybe... Maybe two goals in, I can verify. So Everton was already winning the game at this point. No, it was um, it was two one. Yeah, yeah, they they were winning the game. It so, happened right yeah. after Everton scored the second. All so, right, all right. So they were yeah. already ahead, and it looked like they had the front foot. Okay, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. can I ask um, Daniel a question? All right. So I, I just want to remember that you said. That Hamez is trash. And, you know, I also like to state something like, you know, there are reasons why some players are not consistent at some clubs. It's not always down to the player. You know, he had, he got into a scuffle, a tiff. I don't know what the situation was with Zidane at Real Madrid. And that seemed to be like the beginning of when, you know, he just stopped playing, whatever. On, on Harry Kane's name. I, I, I want other opinions about about this Southampton, him not expecting Tottenham to beat Southampton. Because, like, George, like, do you think Southampton is, like, that good that Tottenham yeah. shouldn't be beating them? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why we're trying to double, like, make it seem as though Southampton is, like, a, um, a championship, championship team. Like this was a Mourinho masterclass. Mourinho mm. orchestrated. Mm. Like, let's 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 be realistic. I didn't watch mm. the game. I didn't watch the game, but I watched highlights. And based on the highlights, you could see that the key moment in that uh, Southampton defeat was when Mourinho took off. Um, what's his name? In Don Bailey, and then brought in uh Luselso. He brought in that guy again, Moreno Masterclass. Brought in the guy, and then bam, 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 just like that. Five goals, it just happened. And we cannot say, Oh, Southampton is not that good of a team. So, like, no, no, Southampton was good after um, Leicester beat them 9 0. They went no. on that, they went 9 1. They went yeah, on that, winning. no, 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 you're right, it was 9 0. They went on that winning, they went on that winning streak. They were beating teams left and right. They beat United actually in Old Trafford. So, like, you cannot. You cannot say Southampton is not that good. They, they are good, but this is just Moreno masterclass. Your gates, please. Is Southampton good? Yeah, I want to add to that, man. I've heard what George has said. I've heard what uh, Demani has said. I mean, their points are, are subjective, right? It boils down to the individual's opinion of the team. Mine is more so. I don't really rate Sutton highly, just because I can't really tell you any player that is being coveted by any team. I mean, there's just no. Like, there's no bites, you know. I don't go into every game thinking, oh, is it Ings that's going to score me? Let me mark him. Or is it James Ward-Prowse that's going to be deadly? Like, there's never that confidence in any player. So, I don't really rate uh, Sutton that highly. However, should they be conceding five goals? Uh, no, I don't think that they are that poor either. So, it must have been just a, a middle of, of, of the two, right? You know, some great tactical acumen from Mourinho and then some just abysmal display from Sutton. But I want to address something, actually. I don't know if you guys know this, but it has occurred to me that a very big realization has been made. Do you guys know what that realization is? What's the realization? Please tell us. No problem. Let me tell you. 
For years, I've been hearing this very stupid rumor that Dele Ali knows how to play football. I've heard it for years. Very stupid rumor. Absolutely terrible rumor. And guess what? Dele Ali has been found out. He has been found out. Now, we will never see him again. And I'm so happy because he is easily top 10 most overrated players of all time in the entire league. In the entire league, Dele Ali is, is so bad. He has no ability. He cannot pass. He cannot shoot. Heading ability is poor. Pass like there's no, like there's just for, for somebody to hold the title of calm for a team. With all due respect, I think of people like Mesutozil, think of Iniesta, and the likes of, you know, you tell me daily, was the time they were telling me that Dele Ali was going to be signed by Real Madrid? That's Can you imagine? Wait, do you remember those, those that was it three seasons ago because he was doing flick the ball over the head and shooting the ball yeah. in the back of the head? They told yeah. me that Dele Ali was good, that Madrid was trying to sign him. Almost, yeah. you know, Biro, pen, pen. I was going to use it and slit my neck because <laughs> I was so offended that people think that this is Anyways, my point is that I can see I can see that Mourinho has made that realization. In fact, Ali wasn't even in the squad. Now they're talking about him going to PSG. He should go to PSG. Oh, yeah. go to Granada. Granada. But, Granada. So I definitely understand what you're saying about him. But how do you feel about the rumors about Lingard coming to take his place? Because everything you just described is what I feel about Jesse Lingard. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, is this about Mourinho just having a falling out with Ali, or listen? Let's just be honest here, guys. Put managerial kerfuffle aside, and that could be right. Look, you you might be onto something, right? We we know that it's not atypical for Mourinho to have uh, issues with his players. It's a very common occurrence. But let us take Mourinho outside of this. Do you guys believe that Dele Ali is a good player? My answer is no, because I cannot credit him with any ability, be it passing, shooting, playmaking, nothing. I just think he's just, he's like Marwan Fellaini without the like height. Wow. Okay, so, so um, basically, basically, yeah. Um, so uh, wait, wait, wait. Just round up, sorry. Let me just round up. Okay, round up, round up, round up. My last statement, just to finalize, sorry guys. I just want to say that I I see Mourinho making that change and I think that he's going to stick to it. As to whether or not it should be in Dombele that should now be anchoring that midfield, I do not believe so. I think that they certainly should not sign Jesse Lingard like he has brought up because Jesse Lingard apparently doesn't know when it's a dance floor versus when it's a football field. You know, Millie Rock to the bench. I don't know, man. He he just doesn't seem to know what to do. I honestly would go sign a player like who? Riyad Mahrez. And then move your team around. If you have to play 4-4-2 so that Riyad is on the right and then Lucas is striker with Kane, go ahead and do it. But to answer your question, Rookie, I do not think Lingard is the solution. I know Ali is not a solution at all. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame Ali on Mourinho, though. He hasn't been good even prior to Mourinho coming in. Simple so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go ahead and put that blame on Mourinho. My only question to these rumors is 
why would you replace Ali with Lingard? That's that's where I was going with that, which is why my presumption is that there's some sort of falling out between Ali and Mourinho. But he 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 hasn't been good for seasons now. It's been like two, three seasons that he's just been on the decline. Oh, Wow. Yeah, are we forgetting that when he came in, he went to Dele Alli and was like, "Is it your brother that's playing? What's going on?" And we saw him. We saw him play well. We saw him play well for like two or three games, and then he went right back to being trash. Wait, wait, Daniel, Daniel, I don't understand. That's I don't... Only what we've heard. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes with them. Yeah, Daniel, hold I on. Think, on. I think, uh, oh, George, go on, go on. Real quick. I, ha- I have one thing for Daniel. I don't understand. So, Daniel, you think Dom Dan- 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 was good back back then, but now that he's not good, you still think he needs a chance. But for some reason, you don't want to give. But you don't want to give Ozil Ozil a chance at Arsenal. You don't want to do that. <laughs> it's the same logic, though. <laughs> it's the same logic. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, we've we've like spoken about Dele Alli for too long. I don't like to talk about players that are not good for too long. You know, <laughs> so, like I I feel like if you watch football, you can see that there are a couple of things that he's missing as a football player. And <laughs> All right, all right. Let's hope for Dele Ali's, uh, for his life and for his case that uh, this is the case, and that he can go somewhere where he can, um, you know, be better than he has shown us over the past Absolutely. year, two years. Absolutely. Yeah, and then, I don't say mean things about uh, Biafran boys. Uh, you know, if 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 you're a you're a, you're a black player and you're trash. You know, I'm, I'm often just hurt, emotionally hurt by it. But I, I will not withhold the truth from you guys. And that's all I, I owe you. Yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah, let's let's always tell the truth. Let's always tell the truth. Um. Uh, also, Tottenham signed Hojberg from Southampton, the guy that used to match people everywhere. So, yeah, I'm not surprised they collected five. But, yeah, let's go on to... Yo, um, George, did you watch Chelsea-Liverpool? I did, I did, I did. You you watched Chelsea Liverpool. So um quickly, like tell me tell me what you saw from that game because I remember having a conversation with you. You know what? I will actually let you speak. No and then no. I will I will rebut because I don't know, one time maybe it was last week, you were telling me that Liverpool don't keep possession. All they do is cross. So I just wanna find out what you watched in that game, like what you saw them do. <laughs> because yeah. Wait, hold on. So, you're basically what you're doing now is just no, no. Just tell me what you saw them do. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So, did you watch the first half? Did you Did you watch the game too? I watched the whole game. I watched the whole game. I'm ready for you now. So, this is what happened, right? In the first half, I think everyone else watched it, so everyone can also give their input. Don't worry, I ask everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first half, who do you think had the most possession? Do you think it was a balanced game? Do you think Chelsea had 
more of the ball? Do you think Liverpool had more of the ball? In my opinion, I think Chelsea actually had more of the ball. What they were lacking was that final. No, this 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 is just Wait. crazy right now. No, okay, no, no. I want to address something. Daniel, I need you to turn on your mic. Uh, you're faint. You're a bit faint now. It sounds like you're distant from your your your, your device. Um, okay, now George, you can continue, please. Distant relatives, nice. Anyway, yeah. Um, George, please. So, in your opinion, <laughs> no, no. Chelsea what, had more, wait, more, wait, more, yeah. In my opinion, what I saw. Like it goes with your no, opinion. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> like, guy, are you are you a host? Like, what are you doing? Sorry, sorry. Speak, speak, speak. I think what I saw is Chelsea had more of the ball. I mean, there were there were um there were instances where Liverpool had the ball, there were instances where Chelsea had the ball. But I felt like in my like in the first half, I think Chelsea had a lot of the ball. What they were lacking was that final pass to Timo Werner, who was making a lot of runs. They didn't find that pass. But the turning point in that game was when Christensen got the red card. So now when mm. Christensen goes, got the red card, now it's 10 v 11. You don't expect Chelsea to go toe-to-toe with Liverpool and try and possess the ball. That's not going to happen. Mm. So, of course, Liverpool is going to get more possession of the ball. And hold on. When they got the ball, you're saying, oh, they don't create uh, – they play through the middle. Did you, see all, did you see two goals? Did you see where the goals came from? Did, did you see that? Like that one, one of one of the money's first goal was to the wings. Firmino crossed the ball, and then money had to hit the ball. That's how the goal happened. The second goal was mm-hmm. from the state. So you cannot watch that game and say, "Oh, Liverpool has more possession of the ball when they were playing ten v 11 Man, okay. So I've heard, I've heard Jordan's points. If you don't mind, let me speak next. So yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was going to ask you anyway. Please go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, George, George, I understand. You know, at the end of the day, I think we must, as much as possible, try to be objective about our, our, you know, how we see the game, you know. Ultimately, I believe that Liverpool certainly could have controlled that game. Was it their finest performance first half? No, not really. It was a tough game. Let's, let's not forget that it was not a home game for Liverpool, actually. So... Going to Stamford is not always a cakewalk. It's not a walk in the park. So ultimately, I will say this, right? If you guys see what Klopp is doing, this is why I like Klopp. Because the guy is just clever. And he just kind of... There was a reason why the guy took his captain out the second he saw a red card. He was like, this game is won. Let me save some of these players, man. I don't need them. Plus, fitness issues, we get it. But at the end of the day, this guy has signed who? Thiago. If you believe, George that with Thiago Alcantara on the team, that Liverpool is still a long ball team, then unfortunately you are grossly mistaken. This, in fact, is the philosophy the guy's trying to bring into the game. That is, he's trying to minimize, in my opinion, the long ball play and now make it so the midfield is building this play. You understand what I'm saying? Especially with the signing of Thiago, whom, by the way, I'm sure you've seen the stats that everybody is now using to hype him, although I really dislike him when people do that. But you can see that this guy is somebody who is happy to receive the ball and distribute it. And it's not necessarily V long balls. So I disagree with, 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 with Liverpool not being able to play short passing football. Okay. I also will say this. Christian Saint, I don't know. I don't know. I know that sometimes defenders are stupid. You know, I know that sometimes they are stupid. But sometimes they, there's some logic to that stupidity. With Christian Saint yesterday, there was no logic. It was just completely was completely stupid. 
like worst case scenario, you know what you do? You kind of run behind the player in a way that like maybe you tripped him and then it's like, ah, both of you, your feet collided, it was accidental. You know, make it look like you're not actually playing American football, like tackling somebody to the ground, like both arms around the person's neck. That stuff made no sense. That stuff made no sense. So once again, I want to say to Frank Lampard, I know you signed Thiago Silva, but you also need, you need to get rid of these players. You need to get rid of these players because they are costly. You know, when a player gets injured, you think, okay, let me bring in this substitute. And then you bring on the caliber of Christiansen and look at what he does. He costs you the game. That game was, was supposed to be a phenomenal second half performance for everybody to watch. The guy just literally took the game, threw it away. Took the game, threw it away. That's why Klopp was confident enough to take out his talisman in Henderson. So please, let us look at Lampard and say, look, Lampard, you got this wrong. Christiansen should not be starting. Tomori should be starting over Christiansen. That's one. And then two, you need to make sure that you get rid of these players. Take them off the team. Take them off the team. And then lastly, Timo Werner. Before Timo Werner came to England, I told everybody that this boy is just a white rash Ford. He will just <laughs> run. He's a white rash Ford. He will just run, run up and down the whole place. Just run, run, run. Ah, and then just do nonsense at the end of the day. Absolute nonsense. So... In my mind, I was like, okay, Mecca, maybe I'm a bit harsh here. Let me just take it, take a chance on the guy. You know what? I said, let me use my gut feeling and just, you know, sometimes I, I get things wrong. Let me just get the guy, put him on my fantasy. Put him on my fantasy. Look at what the guy has done. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. The guy is a white Rashford. I've been saying it. He just likes to run. Yes, I give him the ability of pace. Yes, he has pace. Oh, yeah, now use it. Are you going to say... That time to curve the ball, your right inside foot. Tim Werner has that ability. Does he? Let's be honest here. Does he have that curling ability that Aubameyang is doing? Thierry Henry is doing. Let's not even talk about Harry Kane and Sergio Aguero. No, Timo doesn't have it. Now, is Lampard now structuring the team in a way to utilize his pace? No, not really. So, what's Lampard doing? What have you signed? What are you doing? What are you doing? So, anyways, I'm now getting frustrated, but please remove it. You're listening to me, remove Timo from your team. It's a disaster. Just watch. Tammy is going to start starting. Don't worry. We will, no. we, will, we, will, we will get to FPL. I, I want to ask Daniel if he watched the game before the red card because everybody is going to the red card and after that. Rookie, is there is there anything you would like to add about in that Chelsea Liverpool game about Chelsea signings about Frank Lampard as a manager? Absolutely, you know? <laughs> absolutely. Um, I feel as though that game was lost because of Frank. He mm-hmm. made he made poor decisions even with the starting lineup. Like I saw the lineup and I was just like okay, this is basically what you put out against Brighton. And yes, you won that game, but it wasn't pretty. So why are you doing this again? I don't understand his love affair for Mason Mount. Um, I don't understand why you're putting Mount on the wing um, when you have Hudson-Odoi on the bench, um, when you could have moved Werner for his runs and then you could have put Giroud up top. That is also Premier League experience that the team probably could have used. Havertz has not impressed so far. Um, I I heard the commentators like, oh, the team's just not um, 
you know, they're not following like his runs and things like that. And yeah, he puts himself in decent positions, but I feel like they're also really hyping him. I haven't really seen what exactly it is that he's added to the team. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when the other signings come in. They were definitely missing Pulisic. Um, He definitely would have brought something different to the game, which we saw during the restart as well. Um, Yeah, no, I'm really curious about Frank. I feel like he's out of his depth. I feel like he's out of his depth. Absolutely correct. I just want to add one thing to what Rookie is saying. Guys, I want you guys to know something, and it's critical you guys know this right now. Look, eh? at some point, your tactical acumen has to speak for you. You understand what I'm saying? And right now, nobody can tell me that we can see anything clever that Lampard is doing. No, not at all. It looks like he has a plan. You see what I'm saying? It's just like, ah, let's kind of figure it out on the field. Do what you can, do what you must. And I will say this, that I believe Timo, don't get me wrong, I believe Timo can end the season by scoring 20-plus goals. I believe he can. But the formation has to change to complement that one ability he has, which is his speed. Exactly. That's exactly. what I'm saying. And then this is where you have to either play a striker right beside him that makes those stupid decoy runs wide and then exactly. he can come and breathe and then beat the defenders and so on and so forth. But I don't see what um, 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 Frank implemented such a plan. You see what I'm saying? And that, that's, that's, that's carrying on from last season. Like a lot of the naivety that he showed last season where we saw – We've seen the past two games. Um, I'm not, I don't really rate Barkley, but I saw how he changed the game against Brighton. So why would you not start him in this game when you saw what he brought, how he kind of changed the way they were playing against Brighton? So that one I also didn't understand. It's actually really frustrating talking about Chelsea because it's not that they don't have the quality. I'm really starting to believe it's down to the manager. And now that they've spent all of this money, what I'm seeing from the early stages is that they're going to underdeliver this season if they continue down this path. Because how can you have spent all this money and brought in all these players that, you know, performed well in their past teams? They've been hyped up over the summer and now it's is it hype or is it the coaching? So I'm interested to see when Silva comes into the team too with the defense, but defensively. They're still showing, you know, they were not good defensively last season. Clearly, that was not addressed during this downtime they've had since last season to now. So there's a lot of work to be done there. And I would not be surprised if if they we'll see what happens come December. We'll see, we'll see where they are. But I feel like if they're not in top four. You know, Chelsea's not afraid to sack their managers. That's one thing they're not afraid to do, especially with the amount of money that's been invested in this team now. They will get rid of Frank if he's not able to kind of bring consistency to the results before December. He'll be gone. All right, first of all, I think think people, you guys are just being really hard on Chelsea right now. (laughs) No, 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 no. I think, I I really think you guys are being really hard because, like, they bought two signings, right? They bought—I mean—they bought multiple. They brought in multiple players. They brought in uh, Timo Werner. They brought in Kai Havers. They brought in Zayech. They brought in uh, Ben Chilwell. Pulisic is injured. But when you yeah, look at Silva, 
Thiago Silva is not is not available. Kepa is still in goal. When you look at all this team, right? Whose fault is it that Kepa is no, still in goal? But like, who Kepa's been there, bad for how long now? Who, who is there to who is there to replace him? Like Willie Caballero? That's not that's not for me to figure out. Yeah, now Frank is that, there. They they they. Ricky, relax. They already bought a goalkeeper coming in. They already signed a goalkeeper from France who is also coming in. You guys, yeah, are- yesterday. Uh, yeah. Uh, have they signed him? They yeah, did. It's almost final. They did. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like you guys are really being hard on Lampard. He won his first game. He played his second game against the champions, like you know, the EPO champions, like, and also he played against a team where he ended up, you know, first half was zero zero. That red card, it was over. Kepa made a mistake. They got a penalty. They missed. You understand? So what? I feel like you're making excuses though, because we played like- we played this Liverpool team not that long ago. When you look at the lineup that Liverpool put out, how different is it from the one that they played? What was it like two months ago? And on top of that, he knew the team that he had on the bench. Your whole point is to maximize the players that you have. But you're also so if you're playing pretty much the same team and you're putting out a weaker squad, even though you don't have to. My argument is that there were players on the bench that should have started, which like is who? why I'm saying that loss is on Frank. Wait, who should have started? Who, Barkley? I would have started Barkley. No. I would have started Jabari. Interesting. I would have started Giroud. Giroud? All right. No, 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 no. Okay. So, I, I, um, like right, I, I, I want to... I we will watch Chelsea this season. We, we will watch Lampard. We will watch all these guys. Uh, Daniel, what do you want to say about it real quick? No. All right. All right. Okay. 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 I think, I, I think, I think, I think we have heard, we have heard enough about this. We will watch Chelsea this season. What's your city season? I I, uh, I quickly want to move on from one questionable manager to another questionable manager. Uh, yeah, so Manchester United rookie. So uh, you are you're saying Lampard is in trouble? Do you do you also think Olegona Sosha is in trouble? I he mean, like that was an abysmal performance. No, he should be in trouble. It was beyond abysmal. I'm actually, I feel speechless at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm tired because, I mean, it, I've expressed that I don't fully have faith in Ole. Ole at yeah. the wheel. The wheels on the bus go round and round. They're falling off. They've, I mean, oh. <laughs> Yeah, let me, let, me, let, me, let me help y'all. Let me help y'all. Let me help y'all. Why? No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm pulling it together. Um, Just like I questioned Frank's lineup, I'm questioning Olay's lineup. This is the first game of the season. You want to start strong. Um, We're a game week behind. So we're already going to be, you know, technically behind on points, even though there's a game in hand. Um, and what do you do? You screw it up. You start Daniel James. You start Fosu Mensa. Um, you start McTominay. 
you wait until the 81st minute to take out Fosu Mensa. Why Donnie didn't start VDB? We're all excited. This is our only signing, which is already crazy enough to me that we've only made one signing. You qualify for Champions League barely by the skin of your teeth. By 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 the skin of your teeth, you qualify for Champions League and you've made one signing while other teams that finished better than us or showed that they have the ability to finish better than us have strengthened like mad. Um, pissed off would be an understatement for how I feel about the club, um, how I feel about Ole. I feel like he's not being assertive enough, aggressive enough in terms of what he wants. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but call them out. Call them out in public. Call them out to the media. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Ole isn't going to call anyone out. Like Clearly, I, I was, he's not. I was seeing some things that... Um, there's some guy, my judge, that is supposed to be uh, making the negotiations for transfers, and the guy doesn't answer people's calls. I've I've been seeing some funny stuff like that. <laughs> right, yeah, right. From top to bottom, it's a mess. It's a complete mess. And then you're hearing that the club is mad. the The fans are being loud. the The loud fans are, you know, disturbing them. Yeah. Why do you think the fans are loud? Why do you think the fans are mad? But the fans are what are what's paying your salary? First of all, first yeah. of all. Secondly, secondly, we see what's happening, and then Olay puts out this weak team. We've underperformed to Palace over the past... Like, this isn't the first time we've lost to Crystal Palace at home. At home. I mean, I mean... They're uh, making it look like like Burnmouth. We're going to be in a relegation battle come December if things continue like this. To talk about the game, to to bring it back to the game, sorry, uh, I know I went off a little bit uh, to talk about the game. Um, pretty much everyone was sluggish. Um, Lindelof needs to find a new club. Maguire wasn't much better. Luke Shaw. I know he was talking to the media saying that the club needs reinforcements. I don't know if he's aware that he's one of the people. He that that. Luke, yeah. Shaw he, Luke Shaw said that. So I don't know if he's aware that he's one of the people who's yeah. going to be benched. Um, if there are new signings, if a left back, a decent left back is one of them. Um, Fernandez was, to me, he was poor. Pogba lost the ball a lot. Daniel James continued to be Daniel James. There are no surprises there. Um, I have nothing good to say about how Manchester United played on Saturday. All right. Let me, me, George, I'll come to you real quick, but I know Gates also hates Ole a lot, so I also want to hear what he thinks about this. If he thinks it's time to fire Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, because I'm sure he'll be, he'll be he'll be very happy. Mike, I'm I'm listening to you guys, and my issue is that you are saying Ole should be fired, and then you're backing it up. So I'm wondering, like, why are you backing it up? Why are you backing it up? Ole should be fired. That's just what do you mean by backing it up? There. Rookie, Rookie is saying, well, 
you know, is it because, you know, uh, uh, he's trying to sign players, but he hasn't really signed. He was making a poor substitution. Nah, nah, that, was, that was worse. That was worse. That was worse. No, 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 sorry, sorry. It took him this amount of time to take out from Sumensa. You know, this person should have played. We should have. No, you don't even need to validate anything here. Ole should. Ole is not good enough to manage Everton. He's not good enough to manage Tottenham. He's not good enough to manage Leeds. So, <laughs> why should he fucking be managing Manchester United? Guys, mm. let us not forget. Sure. This is not This is not United of Manchester. This is not FC United of Manchester. This is mm-hmm. Manchester United. Mm-hmm. This is Manchester United. These guys, naturally, were the caliber of team that could pull Cristiano Ronaldo, pull Carlos Tevez, pull Wayne Rooney, pull... Mm. Di Maria, Paul Ibrahimovic, now we're looking at Igalo. Igalo is looking at us, we're looking at him. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so, so obviously, as I was, I was, uh, this is, this as is I was expecting from... the caliber of pool that that only has, he can only pull players from here, China. <laughs> and then, Come on, let me uh, let me get George in real quick. Let me get George. One comment. One more comment, Kerry. The worst thing in this world, one is to one as a manager lose at Manchester United, and then to even add salt to to wound or insult to injury, the player that now came and destabilized the whole squad is your Aha. And you're here. All the guy had to do was say, Fred, come. This guy here, his name is Zaha. Mark him 90 minutes. So it's you and him. Or yeah. both of you face each other. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Put somebody, man, mark him. That's it. Come on, sense. That's the best player on, on, on your team, on the, op- on the opponent's team. Mark him out. Very basic. Right. This, one, this one, even small girls, small boys in school, they can Zaha is the, is the threat on this team. Mark him out. That's it. So... Rookie thinks Ole is out of his depth. Also, Emeka thinks Ole should have been gone since George. Yeah. Do you think Ole should stay or what? I'm going to throw that question back to you. What do you think? No, don't throw him back. No, no, I'm throwing it back to you. What do you think? Because we know your record on this podcast. We know what you said on this podcast. (laughs) What do you think, Ole? What do you think should happen to Ole? Okay, so... uh, Okay, all right, all right, fine, fine. You know... I I knew this was coming. I you know <laughs> I knew I knew this was coming and me as the host, you know, I'm I'm not supposed to give opinions, but mm-hmm. but like I said, I knew this was coming. So I came with what did Paul tell the people of Ephesians or was it the people of Galatians? He told them he said he said he said come with with the armor of God, right? <laughs> He said, come. <laughs> he, said, he said, in order to win a battle, so I knew this was happening. See, I have my shield of faith. I have oh my, my shield of faith. Paul was telling them to do. So, look, look, look. So, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, why is he yelling? It was, it was, <laughs> it was a terrible performance. I mean, it was really, no. really bad. Was, was. That's and, what I asked you. That's what I asked you. You know, I can't just answer if Ole should go, yes or no. I have to give a soliloquy. You know, I have to say some things before I arrive at my answer. So, okay. go for it. very, very bad performance. Like, rookie, I was shocked when I saw the right side of the field. I said, for Sumensa? Uh-huh. 
I said, for Sumensa and Daniel James. Pits of hell. I said, Lord, Lord. So I wasn't expecting a good game. I was like, yo, at best, let's just tie this game. I thought it would be like a very ugly tie. You know, but obviously, Crystal Palace thinks they are Real Madrid, and Zaha thinks it's Cristiano Ronaldo. He wants to be beating us anyhow. But yeah, I saw Fergie in the stands there laughing after all this. is. But anyway, so it was a really bad performance. No one played well. I actually did not mind Scott McTominay, actually. I think he hustled. I think he tried really well. I think... From but that's the, not I, good enough. Sure, sure. It's not good enough, but at least I appreciate his, his hustle. And, you know, honestly, this is like the beginning of the end. If Oli doesn't turn this around, like if he doesn't figure out a way to make this work, like this is the beginning of the end for him because there is no... We can't we can't fall back. Tottenham, Daniel told us Tottenham has signed Gary Bale. Like that's that's gonna be a problem. Everton is playing like they have like when when you look at every other team, the person in charge is someone that I respect. Carlo Ancelotti. And yes, it's Everton, they're not a big team, but I respect the manager enough to be kind of afraid of that team. We saw Wolves today in the second half. That performance, that second half performance was amazing. I know, but the, the question I asked him... I like, told you this is the beginning of... I said, if if he doesn't turn it around, yeah. this so, is the beginning of the uh, end for him. So I, don't think, I don't think he he can't turn it around. Wait, so right? do you still back Ole? Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I still back him, but, but I'm not going to say that we shouldn't fire him. Like, I'm still giving him the benefit of the doubt when, like, from today, he should know that Fosumensa cannot ever play. He should know that. And I feel like he does know this. I think he was just decided to try shit out because it was the first game of the season. Give guys Because I saw a quick conference, a quick conversation he had before the game, and they were asking why some players weren't playing. And he was saying, you know, some people have three days of training, four days, some people just got back. You know, so he went with the guys who had trained for the longest, you know, that's what he said. But for me, me, I don't care about that. To me, I always want to put, like, if you've played, if you've had one training and you're fine, as a manager, I would probably play you because I don't want to lose my first game of the season at home. So, Luke Shaw, I'm so surprised that he said that because as far as I'm concerned, I am in better shape than Luke Shaw. Like when I when I saw that guy running around the field, I was confused. I'm like, he was moving in slow motion. Like this guy is so slow. I'm like, look, sure, this is where you are now. You know, L- Lindelof, I didn't understand. You know, uh-uh. so it was a very, 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 very bad performance. Like Bruno Fernandez was just you. You are calling Liverpool a long ball team, George. You see what Fernandez was doing? The ball will bounce. He will just kick it. Boom! Blast it. Like, that's all he was doing. I didn't watch the second half. I watched where I stopped. I had to leave. I watched where I think Greenwood came on at halftime and he got fouled and I had to leave. So, But the first half, that's all Fernandez was doing. He was just kicking the ball off top as if he expects Rashford or Martial to run and go and get it. Like, for him, I don't know. But so that guy, I don't know. So, so I, 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 I didn't see Van der Beek. I heard he came in and played well. So that is that's that's a positive, and 
I'm not going to damn Ole. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm going to be hopeful real quick. Uh, Daniel, I'll come to you next. I'm going to be hopeful, you know, and say that um, uh, Greenwood needs to start. O- Ole knows this now. Van Bissaka, I don't love him, but I know he's better than Fosumensa. He also needs to start every game. He knows that right back is his now. He he was on the bench watching Fosumensa and laughing, and he's like, "Yeah, that." That's my position in this team. No, he, this guy is not the guy that will take it from me. Look, sure, we need to sign a left back. Hopefully, now, so this board situation, me, I have no idea what's happening. Every, I'm hearing Patrice Evra is complaining. Like, no no one else is saying anything. Nobody knows what's going on. So my hope is that somehow before, when is the deadline? October 5th? October 5th. You know, like somehow maybe we sign a left back because... To me, Luke Shaw is not our left back anymore. Is that kid? Is Brett Brandon Williams is the left back? Because Luke Shaw, no, he gets no positive energy from me anymore. Like what I saw from him, I, I thought he was the worst of the worst. Like in that game, like out of everyone, he was just moving. Like I felt like I was watching some slow mo. Like you know, so it was just bad. So um, no, 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 no. I'm. I know Lindelof had a bad game, but I was watching Shaw very closely. He was, he was, he was really, really bad. Like for me, Smalling at this point, they will have to bring Smalling back into the team. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know what's going on. I have, I have, I, I, I have no answers for you guys. Like I, I, I just don't. Like I mean, it, it was a really bad performance. Real quick, real quick. You know things are bad if Patrice Evra is depressed. Yeah, I mean, this man is on social media basically <laughs> crying. Like, what is happening? So things are uh, bad if Patrice yeah. is over it. Okay, things okay. are really bad. Yeah, yeah. So, no, no, Daniel, Daniel, hold on. No, nah, I'm not. I, I didn't even finish my part. I just want to make sure. So, was what was was his conclusion is? Was thinks Oli should continue. He thinks. Ole is going to change, or he has the hope that Ole is going to turn things around, and he should continue. That's what you're saying. Right? That's right? what I said. Yeah. Okay. He so, thinks Ole is at the wheel. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, right. That's what I said. Nice. Now, I, I also said if he doesn't turn things around, this is the beginning of the end. Like, this, this game, in my mind, like, if I'm in charge of Manchester United, when I'm firing this guy, like, this is like point one. You know, here, uh, this is where I'm building up my case, you know? Okay. But it seems like the, the board also have a case to answer. So maybe they're, they're, they're not even thinking of firing the manager because they know that they haven't supported him. Daniel, please tell me what you have to say about United. He absolutely, Donny Van de Beek absolutely has to start. So I think, so this is the thing. For me, in place of Bruno Fernandes, because... <laughs> wait, Fernandes, wait, 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 what? Yeah, he, he, he should start in place of Wits. He should start in place of Bruno Fernandes. Okay. And, uh, because I need one of, I need one of Matic... Fred or Scott to actually start the game. Like, one of those guys. I need one of those guys. To, like, this is me. I'm just giving you my own personal opinion now. You know, I I like my team having at least one guy that his job is, 
you if all else fails, go and make the foul, go and chase the ball, go and you know. And Matic does it in a different way. He's very smart. He keeps possession. His control is mad. So Matic playing, he brings control to that mm-hmm. midfield that nobody else brings in, yeah. in that position. So one of Matic, Fred, McTominay has to, for me, and that's if it's a four-three-three or four-two-three-one. You know, so like one of those guys should play with Pogba beside them, and this is it. Like, yeah, yeah. But you said this. I'm giving you this my my starting lineup now. Honestly, so if we're going honestly, four two three one United or four three three, Van der Beek comes into the team with Pogba and one of those guys as a DM. And then up top would be Rashford, Martial, and Greenwood. Simple. like And defense, I don't want to see Luke Shaw. But I'm being realistic. I would rather have Brandon Williams playing than Luke Shaw. No. At least, at least, at least Brandon Williams can run. Luke Shaw can't move. He's not moving out there. Like, I don't know like, if you guys were watching this guy. He was not moving. Yeah, but I think with I think with Manchester United, the way the team is right now is those players make so much of a difference when they play. It changes the game for everyone else. Absolutely, absolutely. Greenwood, Van der Beek, and Aaron Wan-Bissaka starting would have changed that game. We can only speculate, but like the the Daniel James brought nothing, nothing to the game. Yeah, Absolutely don't nothing. Don't move on from but that. yeah. Anyway, like Daniel, um, uh, yeah. So I am. <laughs> He's done that though. Yeah, let's um let's let's uh let's move on from United real quick. You brought up Arsenal and uh, as as our last Arsenal rep left, you guys two two London derbies, two wins. How, how are you feeling now? How are you feeling about your um All right. All right. So, I sense cautious Optimism from uh, from Daniel about Arsenal's future. Uh, our other resident Arsenal guy is not here, so I think George, George, it is your time to shine. Let's let's switch over from the actual league to the league beneath the league, the fantasy, the FPL. I believe. Uh, do we have a new bust or no? Yeah, yeah, we do. We do have a new bust. But before, before. <laughs> Before we crown the new bust, I feel like we uh-huh. should applaud the manager that got the most points this week. I feel you like- know what? This this section is for you. Do with it what you what, what you want, what you please. Okay. Uh, rookie, do you want to go to the table real quick and tell me who got the most points this week? Who got the most points? Yeah. yeah One second. My tennis number then. <laughs> I feel like that's not true, but anyway. <laughs> 
Wait. Didn't you get the most points? Oh, I did? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to set me up. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. But, man, so uh, the manager for Pep must be knighted. There's something no one has ever done. Like, I was the first manager to get triple digits. Triple oh, digits. I've, I've got triple digits before. Relax. Well, everyone has gotten it before, but I was the first to do it this season. I got the okay. most points this, this, this game week. Like, my team was just solid, all around solid. I trusted Son Kane, they came through, Zaha, like, you know, solid team, 109 points. With uh, a game week where the average was 59 points, like, I just killed it, I nailed it. Like, I, like I'm the guy, I'm the guy, I'm the guy at the moment right now. But before we go, we move on to, uh, from my, my accomplishments, I like to, like, you know, go through a few teams. Like a few teams that I feel like we need to address. Address real quick. First off, I'm gonna start with the guy that he was on, but apparently his laptop died. I like to address his team real quick. Uh, where is it? Oh, Biafran boys. Emeka get there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh guy. Let's, let's let's go through this team real quick. Let's go through this team real quick. This guy, the guy had McCarthy uh, as his go uh, as his goalkeeper. Considered five goals, even zero points. <laughs> He has Walker Peters, Egan, and Bellerin. Egan gave him negative two because he ended up getting a red card. And then for some reason, in 2020, like people still have Landstrom. He has Landstrom in his midfield. The guy brought him negative one. He uh, got Mr. PK. He missed the PK. The guy ended up with 36. The only the only guy that saved his team was Money. He take out Money, the guy ends up with 20 points. But uh yeah. Which would have been a step up from 19, so... I mean, mm-hmm. it is, but, yeah, like, it was bad. Jimenez also scored today, boosted him up. Like, before, his points were looking really bad. Another manager we need to look at is Ogula. Ogula Afrika. <laughs> Man, so this guy popped his wild card in the second game week. Can you imagine? But you know what the crazy thing is? What's the, what's the crazy thing? He transferred out Kane. And then brought in uh, Marshall. <laughs> Let us think. He also transferred out money and brought in Salah. And then he transferred out um, Antonio and then brought in um, Vardy, I think. Yeah, he transferred out Antonio, brought in Vardy. That alone is like 40 points. Easily 40 points. And um, his uh, his totals uh points were forty seven points. I mean, he did good, but there was no point to pop a wild card if your team before was probably gonna get you like sixty or seventy points. There was no point to pop a wild card. So I'm gonna run down. Let's go through the head to head real quick. Uh, in the head to head this game week, uh, I mean, everyone this this game week was actually high scoring game week. Everyone mostly most people scored like above like forty or fifty points. I played Moyo, one of the Lukeep members, ended up with 109 points. Like, you know, like, I beat him. I just dusted. Like, you take out 50 points and I'll still win. Like, I'm that, it was that good. Uh, Watts played William and uh, he lost. Uh, Rookie, Rookie, you and you and this, right? I am not. You're not in the head-to-head? No. Oh, I thought you were in the head-to-head. Yeah, I, see. I really thought he was, <laughs> she was in the head-to-head. Oh, okay. Well, 
Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I, have, have, I have. I have two losses. Why? Yeah, you're, you're currently fighting relegation. I'm at the top. <laughs> I'm battling relegation. Yeah, 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 yeah. This brings us down to our bust of the week. So our bust of the week, I mean, David posted the bust of the week. And Paten, for some reason, thinks he's the bust of the week. But he's not. It's actually one of my boys. I hate to do it again. It's another one of my boys. He's actually at the bottom of the league right now. Francis. Francis was bust of the week. He doesn't talk as much. He talks in the other chats, though, but he doesn't talk in the main chat. I think this guy has not fixed his team. Um, he has Richarlison on the bench. That was his third option. And then he started Greenwood, Keita, and then Traore. Um, He ended up with 25 points. And Popo, <laughs> Popo, Popo is going to post uh, the bust of the week anthem right here. And then we're going to announce who the bust of the week is. So the bust of the week is Francis uh, Akoto, team Kotiduro FC. He is our uh, bust of the week. So, yeah. All right. All right. All right. We have. <laughs> I mean, he should be the bust of the week. Because, like, I mean, Francis does not, does not talk as much in the main chat. But, like, pay the rules of the, um, for the bust of the week, you have to be in the main chat to, to be crowned bust of the week. And the guy is in the chat. So, <laughs> I think my bust of the week is actually Wula. He's my bust of the week. No, he got 47 points. Yeah, after playing sure. the board card and sold Salah, or uh, sold money to get Salah. So yeah, he, yeah, man, I can't believe, I can't believe he bust, he popped his wild card second week. I mean, guys, and I also see, Rookie, you popped your wild card too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I panicked. I panicked. Last week was rough. I panicked. I was like, yo, I I can never be bust. So <laughs> I did what I had to do. She was like, man. All right, all right. I was well, not confident in my original team. I said, I'm just gonna take this L and we'll keep it moving from there. Yeah, as 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 far as I'm concerned. Oh no, go on, Daniel, go on. Yo, yo, George, George, George how, how, how many points did Daniel get this week? Daniel did not play. Daniel is not is not part of the week. But rookie, to answer your question, Daniel was the same guy last mm-hmm. season. He said mm-hmm. the only thing he was going to focus on in fantasy was the head to head. I see. And where did he finish in head to head? Just guess where he finished. Just guess. Let me guess. He got relegated. He did not only get relegated. He accumulated he the lowest points ever. He had to have I see. But he wants to be a consultant. Exactly. Mm. That's, that's wild. All right. Anyway, guys. Okay. That was that. All right. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for the love and care, Sean. I uh, I want to I want to jump off, jump off to next week's games real quick. I, I want you guys' opinions about some games. Let me see how I'm gonna do this. Let's see, George, Man City, Leicester City. Those are your boys. Oh, what's gonna happen there? What's uh, what's uh, Man City, Leicester City. 
Yeah, Man City Leicester. This is on the twenty seventh next week. Yeah, yeah, I mean Man City is gonna get a W. Like Man City is gonna get a W. Yeah, e- yeah. Easy win, easy win for City. Yeah, easy win. Honestly, easy win, easy win. All right. Uh, what's the other big game? I see Liverpool Arsenal, so I guess I have to ask Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, Liverpool Arsenal. What's gonna happen? Oh, an Arsenal 2 1 win. Rookie, do you think Arsenal can beat Liverpool? I mean, they've done it twice. Are they gonna do it again? I don't think so. They've done it twice. George, you think Arsenal can beat Liverpool? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Arsenal with right. a W. Like, yeah. Uh, with the with Thiago, we'll see. I don't, I I don't see Arsenal winning, but yeah, Arsenal's gonna win for me. Yeah, okay. That's because you want Liverpool to lose. No, it's just what is gonna happen. They beat they beat Liverpool twice in a row. They're gonna do it again three times. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it looks like surprisingly, people are saying. Yeah. yeah, I would um I would go on record and and say that I would be surprised if Arsenal beat Liverpool. But you know, I've been surprised a lot this season already. Two <laughs> <laughs> two games in. I guess I'm also looking forward to see seeing what Tottenham is gonna do with Gary Bell. I expect that he's going to start that game. So, probably... He's injured? (laughs) Oh, I had no idea. (laughs) No, I think it's good business to get Gary Bell, man. Alone? He's he's really injured for two months. That's the rumor. Oh yeah, I didn't know this. I was I was really looking forward to seeing him play. That's a that's an absolute shame. I'm I'm so I'm quite disappointed. And um, yeah, I guess Chelsea West Brom. Does anyone want to say anything about Chelsea West Brom? No, Chelsea. You know, I guess. Yeah. Chelsea is winning. That should be an easy win. Or, or like, like I said at the at the top, West Brom is my number one candidate to go back from where they came from. Yeah. And uh, also, rookie, what is United going to do against Brighton? Hopefully, nothing stupid. Hopefully, nothing stupid. Hopefully, Ole can get the first win of the season and we get back on track. You know, we get back where we're supposed to be, but. I guess I'm I'm actually getting scared because when, when I it's a way um, yeah it's it's a way Brighton honestly they're not a bad team they're not I watched Brighton against Chelsea they held their own you know I thought they yeah. were even a little bit unlucky and then I know Newcastle isn't that good but I mean they had a convincing win against them so that shows that at least you know they're a solid team. So and then in Manchester United, where we don't know our head from our from our tails, don't know east from west, <laughs> uh, anything can happen. Yeah, anything can but, happen. But um, 
Uh, oh, Emeka, welcome back. Welcome back. You just came right at the end. I'll ask you real quick, I, but I just want to say that um, if Greenwood starts with Underbeek, uh, we'll, we'll boss Brighton. Don't worry. Look, rookie, don't be afraid. Don't let these guys in the chat make you feel afraid. Like, Hold we're going to beat Brighton. Hold on. Let me but just anyway, say yeah. Let me say something. Say something real quick. Guys, I know you guys are almost done. Sorry. What happened was... We were supposed to start at six o'clock, and we started at like six forty-five. And I was running on battery power the whole time, so basically, I lost that forty-five minutes of battery energy. So I had to. Anyways, long story short, there's something that you guys failed to see when I was giving my assessment of Ole G. That is simply this, right? Now, rookie, simple question: Who is? Hold on, hold on. I know you guys are done with that, but since you guys are doing predictions, I feel like this is still tying into it because you're saying that oh, rookie should not be afraid, right? And I'm saying that she should be afraid. So, okay. rookie, who is the best player on Crystal Palace? Zaha. And what wing does he typically play play on? I know he moves around, but typically speaking, for the vast majority of the game, what wing is he on? Mm, usually on the right. Mm, well, I reckon that I often see him on the left. So I guess maybe it's subjective. But my thought process was, well, if the strongest player on your opponent's team is on the left side, and then you put James and Mensah on the right side, it tells me that you don't know anything that's going on. So, Rookie, my point is that you should be very afraid. You should be very afraid because this guy is going to ruin your club. He's going to ruin your club. His pool power is Odion Igalo and Van der Beek. You understand what I'm saying? So, I've said that to say that. Also, you guys talked about Chelsea West Brom. I would like to say that... This is where, in fact, Timo Werner shines. So, my uh, prediction is hat trick for Timo Werner this coming weekend. Uh, we right. also went, Maneka, we also went over the, uh, <laughs> the FPL teams. I don't know if you have something to say. Yeah, so I want to just let you guys know that Oula is a disgrace. With his wild card, with his wild card he brought in three Newcastle players. You guys didn't hear me wrong. Three Newcastle players. He said he had Wilson from the beginning. That's the problem. So and then he didn't get rid of him with his wild card. So that's my point. He kept three Newcastle players on his team after executing a wild card. So, guys, you guys need to say a prayer for Ula. Something must be going on in Ghana, Cameroon. I don't know where he could possibly be right now. But He's in the Congo. Oh, my goodness. You see now, that's, that explains a lot. That explains a lot. That explains it. That explains yeah. so much. But I will say this, that... I I know that I have bad luck. I mean, for Egan to get red card and non-strong to miss penalty, it just tells you that Mecca, he either knows what he's doing or he doesn't know what he's doing. But in this one, I think it shows that I know what I'm doing, you know? That's why they did here. So ultimately, I want you guys to know that I have activated my wild card. Okay. The necessary changes have been made to the squadron. Okay. Egan... Lundstrom, white men, they are off the team. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, I think this is a good time for me to go to last words. Um, George, give me your last words real quick. Um. So my last word is going to go to the manager for Pep Must Be United FC. Like, <laughs> this guy got 109 points, the first mm-hmm. manager to get triple digits in the season. Like, I don't know, man. It's never been done. Like, you know, I'm the first to do it. Um, 
this season. This season. Like, yeah, yeah, this season. I'm the first to do it this season. Probably going to be the last to do it too. Um, I'm I'm going to win the league. It's that simple. I'm just going to win the league. Uh, All right. So like, you know what? I have not been taking notes of anything you guys have been saying, but now that you've said this. I will mentally note it. George said he's winning the league. All right. Yeah. Uh, Gates, last words, please. I mean, I don't really have much to say beyond that uh, there's an African proverb that basically says that, you know, that look not too deeply into one's foundation, okay. but focus more on the end product. You see, the foundation may look the same. They may be comparable, but while some people are building some condos, bungalows, one, I'm building a tower. I'm building, I'm building basically by week 10. By week 10, I'm going to be number one in our FP. All right. So just remember, we said last words, not last proverbs. Maybe this is the last time I'll ask you for last words. <laughs> Uh, rookie any any last words I have no fear bring it on yeah, bring it on that's what I like to hear that's that's what I like to hear and yeah. then it seems like Daniel's uh, connection failed at the right time <laughs> no I don't have to ask him for any last words he would have probably said some BS anyway alright so I, I, I want to thank you guys for coming on you know, I want to thank Dolakbo for not being here, you know. And uh, hopefully, you know, Manchester United can win. Let's see what Lampard does. And I look forward to seeing Liverpool, uh, Arsenal. That's, that should be very interesting. Hopefully, lots of goals. And we'll be back here same time next week to tell you guys how the games went. Have a good evening. Yeah, yeah.